Welcome back to Premier Sports Academy guest speaker series brought to you by Sportscraft, source for sports. Okay, guys. Um, so welcome back. Episode number 20, a bit of a milestone for us. And uh, joining us today uh, from our neighboring uh, province in Nova Scotia, we have Coach Kevin Richardson. Um, so Coach, thanks for joining us today. And I'll kind of just let you go ahead and uh, give us a little bit about your baseball background, uh, playing and coaching. Sure. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to uh, participate. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, I grew up playing baseball in New Brunswick, uh, Riverview. Uh, played all the way up through at, at the different levels and played a little bit of junior in Moncton, actually. I know that has a, a strong program still going on there right now. So uh, happy to say I played there for about half a year. Um, but then I kind of ventured out of playing a little bit and uh, went to school and, and traveled a bit. Uh, ended up in Alberta and had the opportunity to join uh, coaching in baseball uh, Calgary, um, a new organization, a lot of little league out there, uh, but had the chance to join baseball Calgary in kind of their inaugural year um, and took on some a couple programs there with some some good guidance over uh, some people might know uh, Kirk Reiniger and, and his and his program out there years ago. Um, so coached in Calgary for a couple of years, had the great opportunity in, in 2004 to bring a team from Alberta back to Summerside PEI, uh, which was kind of cool for me. I uh, come back to the East Coast uh, close by and uh, represent Alberta, but win a bronze medal as well. So um, pretty exciting there. Uh, continued to coach in Calgary for a few years and then traveled to Ontario for a couple of years and actually didn't get involved in coaching, um, but then eventually got to, to Nova Scotia and got on board with uh, Baseball Nova Scotia. Um, started in, in, it's called Tri-County, so it's Bedford, Sackville, Fall River area, uh, the provincial program there and coached uh, for four or five years there at Peewee and Bantam level, or 13U and 15U. Um, and my first year there, I was able to take a, a team as well to national championship there. Um, and it was a great, great experience and a good, good time with Tri-County. Um, worked a little bit with Baseball Nova Scotia through um, the board membership and regional director positions, and really worked on trying to develop um, what's been a success for our, our most recent program, is the the 15 u kind of all-star selects program and so i was the initial coach of that program back in 2010 um and ran that program for the first four years and you know we started that program playing one game as a team before we went away to nationals by year four we played 17 games and you know saw some great success and finished fourth our last year so um definitely a good feeder system program um did some guest coaching with uh, the 17 u team in Nova Scotia with some other coaches uh, and then eventually was able to take on the program in, um, in 2014. So um, myself and uh, another coach that I've coached a lot with over the years, Patrick Westhaver, were able to take that team on with some other assistants um, and uh, develop that program to where it is now, to be honest, the last six seasons. Uh, went through some tough times, um, but eventually got to a point where over the last four years, um, with, again, some other great coaches that we've had along the way, uh, Todd Parker and Larry Hood, um, really developed the program to the success we had last year. Um, but before last year, in 2018, we won our first medal for Nova Scotia in 23 years at Canada Cup, a bronze medal in Moncton at Canada Cup. So that was kind of the, the start or kickoff to where, where we got to. No, and that's that's we'll get to the baseball Nova Scotia stuff in a second. I just want to go back into your past. You talked about uh, Summerside PEI. Um, myself, actually, I got to go to that tournament twice uh, at the Pee Wee Nationals in Summerside. So for 
for some of the guests and the listeners out there, just talk a little bit about that those that complex in PEI and what that national tournament was like when that Wee tournament, you know, truly yeah. was a national tournament. It was an amazing experience. It was an amazing experience. And I guess for me as coaching, my first experience at national championship. Um, but to be home and be familiar with the surrounding areas, but the community there, the support, the rally, uh, the excitement, the everything they brought together from from the community standpoint was 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 a feeling that you just didn't didn't get from other places or haven't got from other places and especially being at that younger age group i guess um so um yeah summerside a great host town hosted lots of t- championships over the years um and actually our kids at that time and when they were in alberta they got billeted uh, instead of staying at a hotel so uh, they got billeted. so uh, great opportunity for them the coaches and parents got to kind of be a little more free and do their own thing um, but again, the focus was on baseball and taking in the whole experience there. So we uh, we played a really tough BC team in the bronze medal game, or sorry, the crossover game, and then was able to beat Ontario in the bronze. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess to touch your point, Ryan, the Summerside has had such great past success there, and it was it was really special to be there and a good good moment for sure. Yeah, and no, I'd just like to kind of give that shout out to them. I mean, they've ran an incredible program for many many years. They're probably I would say it's the best host the host town in the country for the things that they've done for baseball for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to take it now just back into your, you know, your involvement with Nova Scotia, you know, uh, team Nova Scotia in particular, the, the program, you know, pre, pre, uh, the pre 17 U is your involvement with the management side and, and developing, you know, programs in Nova Scotia. What was that process like? What was it like when you got there? You know, what did you work towards indoor training trips, whatever. I mean, what does that look like? Kind of help us break sure. that down a little bit. Yeah, sure, fellas. Um, so I guess the, the year before I joined, it was it was Canada Games in 13, and that was the first year that Nova Scotia distinguished that they would create that 17U core team as an independent team and 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 play a, a full season together and, and travel and do some things there. So I had been a guest coach of that program, but then took it over in 14. So we continued that. It was kind of on a year-by-year trial, and now it's been – I guess seven years later. And so I think, I think it's definitely proven to be was the right thing to do and a success. So for us, it was about really building a identity and culture um, of who, of who, where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do. Um, In regards to the off season stuff, we started, you know, sometimes in the fall. So right after the season, which I thought and still think today is the best time to identify some players and athletes uh, as they're getting into that September, October, uh, they're still playing and, and schools and, and, and some provincials and stuff like that as well. So developing some off-season stuff in the fall, outdoors if we can, then moving in, maybe taking, sorry, then taking a little bit of a break, um, which is important as well. And then moving indoors to, we've had some good facilities here um, in East Hans and some new ones in, in the metro area that have really helped us develop that. So, um, so taking that indoors, kind of creating identification camps, uh, off-season development programs, and picking a kind of a core roster and then working with them throughout December through to March and then selecting a team and then playing again as a team all year long. So um, in terms of travel, you know, we had some, we had some thoughts over the years to, to do some things like go to, go to the States, uh, go to Florida. We didn't actually get there uh, for a couple of years. We partnered with new Brunswick and we went to Quebec city and did a bit of a spring training. Um, and it was, you know, the, it was night and day in terms of, the, the ability to play up there in May than it was here. Uh, I've got some good in and some good competition against uh, some Quebec programs and the ABC program. Um, and, and it really helped us kind of get to where we needed to be uh, in regards to our season. So we've the last uh, five, well, I guess six years, sorry, 
Um, we've played a full season in the 21 and under league here in Nova Scotia. So we have a pretty competitive junior program. Um, so we're getting 17, 16, 17 year olds playing in the league with 18, 19, 20, 20, 21 year olds. Um, and I can tell you that those, those teams don't like to lose to 16, 17 year olds. Um, so it's been kind of competitive. It's kind of what we wanted to get out of it. Um, prepared us to, to play at the next level and to face better pitching. Uh, to be honest, the, the proposal for this year was to potentially even participate in the uh, in the senior baseball league here a little bit as well. So I just got to plug my phone and I apologize. No, no worries. Well, and while you're just staying on that point a little bit, I mean, you in Nova Scotia, you'd be in a similar you know situation that we have here. I mean, granted, you're a little bit bigger, of course, but once you right. assemble your best team of 15, 18, you know, 20 guys, there's not a lot left over that you can have meaningful competition against when your population is only 900,000, right? I mean, that's just kind of where it is versus Ontario. I mean, team one versus team two versus team three, team five, like all those teams would be competitive. They have those right. rep leagues and they're all competitive like that. There's, you know, millions of people there. I mean, so putting that, you know, something I've advocated and talked about before is in Newfoundland, we should be doing the same thing as having – our, our programs like that compete in that higher league. Otherwise, I mean, you just, you need that exposure. I mean, repetitions and practice are great, but if you don't compete as a team, you're not going to have that continuity, you know, to be able to compete when you go away to these big tournaments. Absolutely. And that's, you know, I go just go back to our focus to trying to create, you know, I, I go back to the culture word that you guys use as well is what we think we've done here. And, you know, guys really being excited about getting, being part of this program and, and getting the instruction they need and and the repetition but the game competition is just as important as well so um and we can go all season and and, and play teams that are, are, are not challenging us it's not going to help us and i think we realize that like you know we, we can compete with with those larger provinces if if we're committed to putting the work in and changing a bit of the culture in regards to what needs to be done to get there and you you talked about it a bit there, and uh, the word that keeps coming up again is culture. So, again, being, being the head coach of that program and being involved in baseball in Nova Scotia, what what would you define as the culture that you guys are trying to express to your athletes? I think it was a, a mentality to come come to the I should come to the park, but come anywhere, indoors, outdoors, anytime we came to a team discussion or, or team training session. That th there was a time to to kind of dial it in and focus and you know hit that field, and everyone's working together to to accomplish the same goal. I mean, don't get, don't get me wrong. There's times when there's challenges and trying to keep things in check and we can go down to the Valley and play the junior team and still lose by seven or eight runs. And we got to, we got to take, take into perspective and, and rebuild a little bit there, but it was about kind of making sure that when we're there, we're ready to, we're ready to go. We're ready to, we're ready to work. And I do have a big belief and passion and believe that you get better at practice. You get better at reps game situation is great, but it doesn't always, you, you know, you, you learn more in the practice than you do in some of the game situational stuff. So, yeah. And, and the, the other thing I wanted to touch on too, and you see it a lot more, uh, we had uh, Les McTavish on and uh, we had Bob Elliott on as well. And they talked about, again, um, how the, the uh, rep teams like Okotoks and uh, Vauxhall have recruited from the East coast for a long time since their programs kind of have been established uh, do you have any athletes like that that have played for you uh, with baseball Nova Scotia? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, it goes back to a bit of pride we have here. And, and we've seen a lot of players that have traveled out and played at, at 
Okotoks or Vauxhall and had some great success. Um, and we have, you know, even last year we had, a, we had a few players out there as well. And we've definitely seen that there's, there's, there's benefit to that. There's growth to that. We also do try to promote though, you know, we think we can provide some of the same training and experience locally as well. And you don't necessarily need to do that. I, I think that, I know Les has come down every year and we've worked with him and, and some other folks, but um, it's, it's understanding that there, there's a program there. There's a process there. There's an educational opportunity as well and experience, but you can still get that same opportunity here through the coaches and making sure that people in the province are working together to provide the best program and ability for those athletes. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a, it's a really good point. I mean, I think that's the ultimately the direction, particularly here on the East coast, we have to work towards anyway is you have to, it's the same, same thing that happened with, with my family. You know, when I was 15 years old in 2004, my brother was with the junior national program at the time. And, um, there were just there were no opportunities in Newfoundland to pursue baseball any further. We we had reached the point where we needed to go elsewhere, and our parents made the decision. And said, "Okay, let's let's move the boys to Ontario." And you know, there's a great opportunity for the both of us. But I mean, ultimately, that's what Premier Sports Academy means to me. Is yes, there are places where you can go away, but now you don't have to. Right? That's right. my objective. If kids go away, that's awesome. Good for you. It's a great opportunity. But for those that can't afford it, don't have the means, don't want to leave home. Parents don't want their kids to leave home at such a young age. We're providing that outlet for them. So, I mean, that's a really good point that you brought up as well that I just wanted to, to touch on. Absolutely. Um, so taking it now, I mean, we'll kind of walk towards the direction. You made a note a few moments ago that a few years back, it was the first medal that Nova Scotia had won in 20 something years at the Canada Cup. Well, this past, you know, this past Canada Cup, you did something better. It was the first gold medal that Nova Nova Scotia ever won in the 50-plus year history of the tournament. You've given us some of the indicators that have lead that have led into that success at that tournament. And I just want to kick it over to Noah right now, because Noah wants to take you kind of through that tournament and talk about your road to victory. I mean, something the the, the guests will see as we take you through this is there's no blowout wins for Nova Scotia in this tournament. Every right. single game was a dogfight. Every game was a one-two run game, extra innings, walk-offs. I mean, having to bounce your first and second game starters back for the last two games. Like you you had to put it all together to win this tournament. So I just want to kind of set the stage with that and let Noah take you through it. Sure. Yeah, and again, um, I know it, it has been a while, and obviously going back and trying to remember specific details. Now, I've gone through the box scores to kind of look at every game and kind of identify a couple of things. But uh, again, I'll go. Uh, we'll, we'll start off kind of game one against Alberta, two one, and it was an extra inning win. Um, from what I saw there, like um, only giving up two hits to what usually is a strong Alberta program. So, what was that like kicking off the tournament with a big win over? one of the premier teams in what would be considered the B division or the B side of the bracket at Canada cup. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, going into, we always try to create a strategy and a plan and things, things sometimes work out, sometimes they don't. Um, and uh, we went into it as we've done over the last few years with our intentions to get to a point where we can compete for a chance to go to that medal round. So that, that, Third place in Pool B gets you against second place, but ultimately, uh, you know, second or first is, is, is good as well. So, sorry, second in Pool B gets you third against A. So, ultimately, getting in those top two spaces is where we need to be. That's our goal. 
anything above that is obviously where, you know, where we see great success and, and, you know, memorable experiences, but against Alberta going in, I, I, I'm familiar with them a little bit. We played them in years past and I felt like we had to win game one, one of the two first games, so Alberta or Manitoba. And we did go with our, our top, our top pitchers in those games. Um, but as you said, every game was, was a close game. And we said all year long that our success is built on strong pitching um, you know, solid defense and timely hitting. And that's exactly what happened. And it was con contributions from someone different almost every game. So to go in against Alberta, you know, um, we're able to go get up early on the one nothing and then keep that for until the uh, bottom of seventh or top of bottom of sixth, maybe I guess it was, and they yeah. solo home run. Um, but Tyler, Tyler Boudreaux pitched an outstanding game that day for us uh, and, and did it later in the tournament, which we'll talk about. Um, and our relief guys came in as well and did a good job for us. Pitching as a whole is obviously going to be a highlight for us. Um, but again, that solid defense, and then I'll call it timely hitting. So, you know, a guy that's um, played well for us that went out west to Badlands, Michael Short came up huge and had, I think, three hits in that game and um, was able to help us um come out on come out on top of a victory there so getting that first win of the tournament is always huge and against alberta it was it put us in a position to really set up nicely yeah well, and that's a oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say that it was it was basically no alberta in game one that lets you know where you stand right i mean that's it's almost a blessing and a curse right but the fact that you took nova scotia or alberta out in game one kind of i think put you on the path where you said okay we're we're here we're here to compete and we've got a real good chance of getting out of this bracket right yeah, absolutely. It did. I mean, it really, it really put us to where we needed to be. So it was a great, a great first game. Yeah. And you talked about Michael Short. I mean, you talked about his three hits in that game. That was two doubles and a triple. I mean, you can't ask for much more out of a guy like that, especially in game one. It's a big tournament. The guys are all, I, I've been to the Canada cup. Brian's been to the Canada cup. So it's a sense of nervousness, but it's also that sense of you're hyped up, ready to go. So really shows that he showed up. And like you talked about Tyler Boudreau, uh, just give, giving up just two hits to an Alberta program that, again, if you look across Alberta, you've coached. The, those are some good hitting teams coming out of the West. So uh, to do that on the pitching side is always key. And like you said, game one victories, no matter if it's the national tournament or provincial tournament, game one is always key. And I, I think as a coach, that's what I believe in. And uh, so we'll move on to game number two. And game number two, again, we talked about the dogfight throughout this entire tournament. It was a 3-2 win over Manitoba. And uh, a bit of a different game. It was just, I think it was the fourth inning. It was a three spot that put you guys ahead and you kind of stayed in the driver's seat after that. Yeah, game two. So went into that again, um, which we saw we saw Manitoba play day uh, earlier in that day. And, you know, really felt that they had a... Um, a scrappy little approach at the plate and um anyway went in again with with confidence there um again strong pitching performance by our starter duncan mclaughlin um and yeah the you know i'm trying to remember everything but i can't <laughs> quite remember how that all happened but i remember a little bit of an, an altercation at, at second base with, uh, with one of our guys there um which uh, you know created a bit of a, an error or fumble and we ended up scoring a run on and he was safe at second and then you know those things happen where one of those little bounces go your way and then all of a sudden you got three on the board so um once we were had three there and you know they were they were threatening a little bit late in the game and again pitching pitching came out and um our, our guys at all levels really did the job but um you know, Manitoba, who, who, who played a good tournament. And, you know, that was the difference, really, in terms of the first place, getting that, getting that chance to go right to the semifinal. So 
huge, huge victory for us um, to be up 2-0 now, two wins, zero losses after two games, you know, couldn't be in a better position as to where we thought we'd be. And that was just a point, you know, I'll just kind of interject in between these games here. It was, you know, it was a costly error on Manitoba's side, a few of them that kind of gave you the, you know, the, the keys to the driver's seat, we'll say there. How important is it? I mean, it goes without saying, but in these tournaments, you know, executing in the moment, right? Like, this is why you practice. This is why you get the repetitions in. This is why it's important to play as a team before you go to these tournaments to get a feel for one another so that when you're in these big moments, you can perform and you can execute. Absolutely. That's what we go back to, you know, being focused every, every, every at bat, every defensive play, every time you're in the game in the moment to be ready for that, anything that could happen. Um, and, you know, I guess, you know, those bounces went our way because I can tell you in years past bounces didn't go our way and, and it showed, but um, you know, the commitment and effort, we use the word resiliency a lot. Our, our players focused on that and battling through battling through, uh, but the commitment from them to, to, to come up with timely hitting and key hitting um, was, was, that along with the solid defense and pitching was, was what kept, what was what kept us going. And um, it was just, it was awesome to see that the things we talk about, we preach, we, we, we try to tell the players that, you know, if they, if they commit and do it, that things will and can, and can go well. And we seem to see it. So it worked out well. And uh, as, as we keep going along, so I'll move on to game three and we'll kind of go game three and game four kind of hand in hand, but game three against New Brunswick, uh, it's a walk-off win. It's a seven, six win over uh, again, again, a rival that you guys are pretty familiar with and familiar with some of those players as well. And then of course the game, the very next game against team Newfoundland, another walk-off win and both games, one run game. So again, I, as a coach on the bench, I mean, as as the head coach, are you there biting your nails or are you kind of just trying to keep the guys level-headed or were the guys really hyped up and you just let them flow with their energy? You know, going back to both those games, I'll go New Brunswick first. Um, you know, we felt, um, you know, we, we played them, we know them. Uh, again, a good team, good squad there. Um, we really felt that um, – you know, we, we, we should be able to compete and, and win that game. Um, when they went up late in the game, 6-3, I believe it was, um, our, our bench was pretty deflated. Our, you know, we, we felt like, okay, not the game we thought we might we might not win, but um, it, was, it was awesome to see the compete level continue to go there. Um, and again, with some, I'll call it timely hitting, um, helped us rally there. And, you know, I not, I think completely shocked New Brunswick, to be honest, uh, you know, six, three, you know, just about thought, you know, okay, that was going to be the different story, but um, was, was, was just phenomenal to see the compete level. And so we had a little bit of a statement going through the, the, as the rest of the tournament went, so kind of who's next, who's next. And, um, but we never would have thought that the story would have kind of played out fully. The way it did in terms of a walk-off against New Brunswick and then the walk-off against Newfoundland again, you know, get to get to play Newfoundland earlier in the year at the Atlantic T12. Um, seeing that program really grow and develop over the years. Uh, three years ago in Fort McMurray had an amazing run, um, and 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 knew that you know it was never going to every game was going to be tough. So um, went in there again, tried to continue to keep on a roll, keep on a roll, and got up five runs in the first inning. Um, I think. Uh, 
I can't remember even how it all ended up going, but up five, five, nothing or five, one, um, felt like we were going to be on a way to a, a victory here. And then all of a sudden we, we turn it around and it's 12, eight for Newfoundland in the seventh inning. Um, you know, they, they, they battled hard. They, they hit the, put the ball in play uh, quite a bit actually, and made things happen and, um, really was able to put us, put a scare into us, to be honest. And, um, Again, thought okay, this might not be the game we thought we'd 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 lose, but uh, we're in a position where we need to continue to battle here. And then um, I don't know if you guys know a, a funny and odd situation occurred where we had a guy uh, Nick Ravel lead off that that seventh inning on a on a walk, I think, a walk and made it into a triple. So um, you know, I. I thought for a second he was going to be thrown out at second base <laughs> and then that ball went in the center field and all of a sudden he sent on third and would not have been very pleased, obviously, if we would have been in a different position, but that seemed to just rally the, the bench a little bit. And all of a sudden a, a couple of situations later where we got, we got the tiny run on base and, um, and we had a big hit from uh, Bretton Sibley from Cape Breton, um, who's, who's was a good bat for us all year long, to be honest, and put, put a ball deep and allowed us to score some runs there. And amazingly, uh, walked that off in the one run game. Um, really just unbelievable and unexpected a little bit to be able to battle through that. So you're four games in now, and I think there's two themes that have kind of popped up in these four games. One is your ability to come back, right? I mean, that, that's you've shown that in two games now. And the other one is to not lose your nerve in a close game. I mean, as a coach, I mean, things are going left and right. You're thinking about a lot in the tournament, but are you starting to feel very confident in like, okay, we can actually go really deep in this tournament. I'm seeing some things as a coach right now that lets me know we probably have the, A, the, the ability on the field in terms of the skills to compete, but also the composure to be able to get it done as well. Are you starting to get some of those feelings? You know, you're in your four and all right now, you know, what's going through your mind? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been kind of in the position before um, where we're four and all. We know that um, ultimately, actually, we played that fifth game, and you know, we didn't need to. We didn't need to win. Um, but you try to continue to remain as focused as you can and keep the guys sure. in check a little bit, right? So, um, you know, everyone was excited, um, but still, still got a long ways to go, to be honest. And uh, like I said, I've been in that position a few years ago, and and didn't didn't turn out as well so um but still kind of stay focused as, as coaches you know excitement but keeping guys in check keeping guys focused pi game you know be honest all year long we battled them we played them the most out of anybody and i think our records were like three and three and we had some really tight games with them um really nice sitting here today to say we didn't have to throw you know one of our top two three guys um we, we threw a couple guys in there uh, their pitchers actually threw a great game and um, we're able to kind of use that game to, to keep guys going, to keep the reps in check, um, to get a couple other guys some work in, um, but not to, not to stay still at all, just to keep momentum going here. Unfortunately, we lost that game, um, but was able to kind of regroup and refocus on uh, the next task at hand, which was, uh, you know, we knew we were guaranteed two games on Sunday. So um, you're right. We were, we were getting excited, but trying to keep things in check. Yeah, and, and uh, you, you just mentioned it there. I mean, uh, so you're 4-0, you go in and take a loss to PEI, and you're taking a loss. And these tournaments are based on, uh, from my experience, again, a lot of it is based on momentum. And the team with the momentum yeah. 
at the end of the tournament is usually usually comes out as the gold medal gold medal winner. Um, you take a loss to PEI, and how did that again for a lot of people? Some some would be down after a loss, but how did that humble you and get your guys refocused and ready to go versus the next opponent? I think a couple of things. I think obviously coaches again trying to keep keep the energy uh, high but calm. Um, and then some of our players, so some of our returning guys over age as well, um, really kind of stepping up to say, look, listen, guys, we were here last year, not in quite the same position, but we're going to face a team tomorrow, Quebec, that we faced last year. And we're in a position even better than we were last year to, to let's, we need to make the most of this. So we need to stay focused, we need to stay calm. I mean, the boys went out and, um, and, and dyed all their hair, a lot of them bleached their, bleached their hair blonde, which, you know, I, I was okay with, but I thought, you know, let's not get, let's not get too excited um, and too far ahead of it, but it's about them. We got to remember they're 16, 17 years old still. Right. And having a good time with it um, and enjoying the moment and really, you know, great in terms of their preparedness, their focus, their, their time in the hotel, their time with meals their time with the team was really just continued to say, we got to be ready for tomorrow. And, um, and we were, and uh, that, the momentum is big because like I said, I've been there before where we lost that, that game and then we lost the next two and I was really worried about it um, to be honest. But uh, again, with the, with the, with the group of guys we had and, and the level of compete and, and I guess professionalism um, and intelligence there, they were able to overcome it and know that we, we, we were ready to compete against whoever we were going to face that next day. Yeah, and and I'll just go. We'll we'll keep moving through this. So again, it's a semifinal game, and you're able. You mentioned it before, where you kind of didn't really have to use one of your top two guys in that game against PEI, and then you're able to trot back out Tyler Bujo for the semifinal against a strong Quebec team, and eventually coming away with a three-one win. How how big was that for him to bounce back and provide you guys with that performance that he did? Yeah, well, Tyler's Tyler's been great all the last couple of years with us. His ability to bounce back's always been there, um, so we knew we knew that we were confident with him. Um, you know, when you look back, his before were just were just amazing, um, and against a, a pretty offensive, threatening Quebec team, to be honest, at times, uh, some of the players that had in that program uh, was able to really shut them down. Um, even if they got something started, we had a pickoff play at first base that really changed the momentum for us, um, able to get a lead, which was helpful as well. Um, but Tyler delivered as, as, as he has and uh, pitched, pitched an amazing game. Um, great work from a defensive standpoint as well. Um, and then again, the timely hitting. So, um, you know, Quebec, um, great program there. It was, I think it was a little bit, honestly, from the year before we got a chance, we got a chance to beat them in the, uh, in the crossover game. And I think the confidence was just there that we can, we can do it again. And um, again, as coaches, we, we tried to assist with that, but the players themselves seemed to lead that charge as it related to, as it related to kind of picking, picking things up and picking each other up. And, and that's actually just a good point there that you just made that I want to stay on is you had, you've had some returning guys that were there the year before they had the experience playing in a crossover game. We talk about momentum all the time and whether it be positive momentum or negative momentum, I think there's a really good point here is you talked about the development of the program in Nova Scotia. You got to a crossover two years in a row, right? So, I mean, 
the work that's happening before you ever, you know, come back to this tournament, you're already seeing it. And the fact that you're in the semifinals two years in a row is a big deal. Can you talk just, you know, just interjecting a little bit here, what it means to be in that position two years in a row, both from a program perspective, talking about, you know, what you know you're doing to develop your program is successful. And then how that translates into being able to compete athletes know that they're in a position that they can compete. Absolutely. I think, you know, being in that position two years in a row from a, from a, from a, from a team perspective and, and development opportunity is that when we came back and, you know, I have to give credit to a couple other people. When we came back in uh, after 18 and 19, we started the spring training, you know, we had, we had Les McTavish come out to work out and he praised our program. He praised our team. He praised our commitment. He talked about our success in 18 and, you know, thought that, you know, you guys are continuing to do well. And so I think for the boys to hear that from other people and, you know, I say less or other coaches or other people in the, in, in the community or in baseball community was really important for them to hear. Um, for the program itself, it's a little, it's obviously a little gratitude and pride that we're able to continually keep things, keep things moving along and, and slight progressions, whichever area you want to focus on, but slight progressions in all areas, because now, the, the athletes and, and the families and the parents that are looking at this are, are having, I guess, higher expectations and looking for uh, coaches to continue to make sure they're, they're developing the program and providing the, the program they need to. And, and their athletes are developing. And I always focus on baseball is important. Absolutely. But it's about them as, as young men growing and developing as well and getting through adversity and dealing with tough times, but to have the program two years in a row in that, in that metal metal round um, was, 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 was awesome. And, you know, and I think it just goes back to the commitment we have at all levels from our feeder programs from 13U to 15U um, and others as well. And guest coaches that come out and help out. Um, we, we just kind of sit back and say, I guess it was all kind of worth it to put that effort and time in. Um, and then from a player perspective, they, again, that's now the expectation. And a couple of my fellow coaches say that we've, we've set an expectation now that we need to, we need to continue to establish and, 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 you know, still want to keep going as much as we can, but we've now hit a bar where we got to, that's where we're at and that's where we need to stay at. Um, sorry, Ryan, the second part of the question was. Well, I mean, you kind of covered the both of them in there together, but basically the athletes understanding now these kids that are returning, Hey, I'm here two years in a row. I know what mistakes I made last year. I'm, you know, I'm kind of in the right headspace to get over that hump as you will. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm cracking up a bit, but um, I, uh, I think, yeah, I think, you know, we've seen an increase in, in participation in, in tryouts and commitment to players wanting to be a part of the program. We've seen players come out of the woodworks that never played in any of the programs before um, that really want to get involved and, and, and understand that this is the level of baseball that's available now in our province and in Atlanta, Canada, because I think all the provinces have done a really good job at this. Um, and, you know, next year it could be, could be Newfoundland, could be New Brunswick, could be PI. Honestly, I think the competition that we've able to, we've able to get to from, um, from our level to compete against the bigger provinces is the, the gap is, has, has decreased. I remember having this, com this conversation in Saskatoon in 14 with coaches from, um, uh, from Ontario and other provinces in regards to them even recognizing as well, um, that, that we're making strides and it's, it's better for, it's better for everybody. It's better for those teams to be playing against uh, this competition as well. So. And yeah, and it's a great point you made. Um, so, so now we'll, we'll get to the final, we'll get to the big one, obviously um, playing, playing Ontario in the 
gold medal game of Canada Cup, the premier tournament every summer, um, hosted by Baseball Canada. And uh, you bring back your game two starter, Duncan McLaughlin, and it's just uh, it's a 3-2. It's another one of those dogfight games, and you're facing some tough pitching on the other side. you got Turner Spall-Jarek, and then Calvin Ziegler comes in relief. I mean, two premier names that you see across draft boards and that sort of thing when we talked to Bob Elliott yesterday. Um, so, again, from a coach's perspective, um, is it more so let you're, you're going with the guys again and letting the guys kind of ride this one out? Or are you kind of stepping in and coaching up a little bit more strategizing, or is it just flowing with what baseball Nova Scotia does best? Yeah, I think at that stage, honestly, we were, you know, we were, it's, a, it's we're in a position we've never been before and the guys deserve to be there. To be honest, there's not a lot that we could say or do at that time to, to have a whole lot of influence. Um, the adrenaline was rushing. Uh, we had a little bit of a wait there, actually. And Ontario, to the credit, had to play three games that day. But um, you know, we knew it was gonna, we knew it was going to be a tough a tough battle. Um, you know, we as coaches and and players, they know each other as well. They know names. Um, we kind of strategically figured out that a little bit a little bit lower down on their depth chart from a pitching perspective. But Spall Jarek threw well. He, you know, uh, we were able to get some guys on board, which was nice. We took an early lead um which was which was which was awesome um and timely hitting for uh noel Fulier, uh, who has been good for us all year and, and had some challenges but then obviously came through huge with a couple big hits in that final um but again i go just go back to the, the focus on ontario so yeah i mean there, there's there's naysayers there's things out there that people say or you know can, can we actually do it and our guys were pumped our guys were ready to go and um as coaches, uh, great coaches with on the team, Larry Hood and Gareth Boudreaux and and Zach Zink, a former player, which was good to have on board this year, and and Patrick Westhaver, um, we're able to just kind of let these guys say, you just got to go do it. You got to go just play it out now, and whatever happens, happens. To be honest, there was no come that. I'll be honest. I thought didn't know if it would ever happen, and so um, it was it was pretty pretty awesome. But I go back to. Uh, pitching was fantastic, timely hitting, um, and solid defense. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Noah, but I want to mention another guy we got joined late, Leighton Kublier, a little guy who's feisty and great ball of energy to help uh, help us um, with a big hit there to, to kind of get up um, and get that kind of go ahead, those extra runs we needed to, to drive to where we needed to be. So, um, but ultimately, you know, you talk about pitching and Ethan, Ethan McClellan coming in and the bottom of the sixth with with bases loaded and one out, I think, um, striking out two and then uh, coming in the seventh and, and striking out, uh, I think, one or two more. But the final out was a strikeout. And, um, you know, I got to meet over the years and they said, like, we never thought you guys would have a guy in the pen that would come out throwing like that. Like he and he was rested. Right. And, you know, it goes back to having having those resources and arms ready we had a lot we had a couple guys ready to go rested and he was rested and um it was it was it was awesome to see ethan to come out and do that job for us and and everybody really contributed amazingly and uh again uh, the outcome was something that was unexpected but was phenomenal uh, feeling well and and it's a really good point i mean you you, you kind of, you've talked about it multiple times now but there's only really one game where you had to go, you know, bang your way out of it. it was the game against Newfoundland. I mean, the rest of them were fairly low scoring competitions. 
Um, you know, you got into a game with Manitoba where they booted the ball around a little bit and gave you the opportunity to take that lead and move on. And then you talked about on basically four or five occasions now where you had pitchers come in and either take it, start the finish or come in and shut the door. I mean, you're not talking about anything miraculous. You're talking about all the fundamental things of baseball, which is pitch the ball, you know, feel the ball and timely hitting, right? You, you didn't talk about, we had big home runs and the, you know, with the bases loaded, it's just these simple moments allowed you to win these games by executing the everyday skills of baseball. I mean, I think that speaks to obviously the work you're doing with your program is when, when you're in these situations where you do have to perform, you can get the best out of these kids because they're putting in that work. Right. Yeah, I agree. We, we, all year long, we talked about, we had a couple of guys that could, could hit a, hit a decent long ball, but it just wasn't going to happen guys. And you got to kind of get that mentality out to drive the alleys, drive the gaps. And, uh, you know, it goes back to, like you said, Ryan, a little bit of basics, put that ball in play, make things happen. Let's beat it out. Let's, let's just commit all over the field and um, the results will come. Right. And, you know, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much about, you know, it was a good year, but we had some challenges throughout the year and in the times when it was like, you know, are, are we, are we, are we, are we peaking at the right time? Are we ready to go here? And we had to do a couple uh, get gut checks and, and the guys, again, some of the guys st- stood up and said like, yeah, we, we're ready to do this and, and got to get everybody on board here. So it was, uh, it was good, but it is a little bit of back to, and that's why I say, you know, every province can do it. It's when you get, you got to get a chance to get to that game. And uh, once you get to that game, you got to make the most of it. Yeah. And um, to that point too, we talked about it a little bit before, but you talked about having uh, Ontario saying, we didn't know that you were going to have that, that arm in the pen and that arm still left. That, and how big was that on the player development side to give those guys who may not be starters, who may only see a couple of innings at the Canada Cup, the extra reps during the season and as a team with that team, um, being ready to go once you got to that gold medal game, knowing that anybody at any time coming off that bench was going to go in and perform for you. How big was that for, from a player development and a coach's side? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ethan was typically a starter for us all year long, but those things where you're into, into the championship finals and, you know, guys just got to be ready for be called upon. You think about all this, the other stories we know about that starters always can come in late in the game to do a job for us. But um, Ethan, Ethan was tremendous, put a lot of work in um, and calm, calm, cool and casual, really. Uh, went out there and, and did the job. His development has grown over the years. Um, great, great guy, great athlete. And um, it was, you know, as as coaches, you kind of like to put, see guys in those perspectives um, and then and they can persevere through it because, you know, we could, we could be sitting here saying, well, you know, potentially some guy didn't get a chance to get into it, get into the game. And, and here he did. And is in a really difficult position, but you know, just battled through and was able to provide the outcome there. So, um, and that, that's, what's great about it because it, it just worked out, <laughs> worked out well that um, he was able to get in there and then able to, able to perform. And that's what, that, and that's what you want to see the opportunities and they, they take it, they take it and run with it. And wow, it was, uh, and, and not just him, but all, you know, all the guys, and like I said, different guys contributed as we talked about all the games, how different guys stepped up. And, and so now, I mean, you're in this position, you've got all these kids that are developed, they have the, I mean, how many, there's probably going to be a handful of returning kids to the program, you know, well, this summer, if, if everything goes ahead. I mean, what is it like now being a part of baseball Nova Scotia, where the target's on your back now? 
right? It's okay. You guys made it to this, you know, the medal rounds two years in a row and you won it last year. I mean, you know, there's going to be teams like Ontario and the BCs and the Quebec coming out to, you know, want to say, oh, that was a fluke. You're not going to do that to us again. You know, what is it like now to wear that target? It obviously feels good and also it comes with pressure as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely feels well. And, and I think I told, I told you, Ryan, you know, I, I know I'm not back with the program. Uh, uh, they got some other great coaches in place there. Um, the expectation, I think I said, we, I think we've, we've, we've put the bar where it needs to be. We're going to be moved into the A division. It's a whole different strategy from a, uh, from a schedule standpoint, extra game, six games down round Robin. And then also against, against Ontario, BC and um, Quebec, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. So, you know, now every one of those games is 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 huge and and is is going to be a major competition where you got to battle through that. Um, well, they've got a good returning core there, or potentially up to eight guys. Um, so that's nice to standpoint. Um, and you know, all I can say is I'll be I'll be watching and following. And but I think from a baseball Nova Scotia perspective, and 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 again, I'll go back to the word the culture is that. We're where we need. We're where we be, and we're going to continue to to do what we can to to compete at the highest level. And, and it's 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 big too. I mean, it's not only big for the program, but I think it's big for baseball across Canada because again, you're starting to see this parity where um, you go to these national tournaments, and it's no longer three provinces dominating. And I think that that bodes well for Canadian baseball and how much our talent is grown and growing. And um, the, the big thing that I want to get into now is just how important it is for that off-season development for not only Nova Scotia, PEI, New Brunswick, and Newfoundland, but everywhere across Canada to start putting in, once again, you talked about it, the culture of the game. And we're, we're a hockey country, but again, baseball is baseball in my mind is creeping up. It's creeping right behind hockey now. Yeah, I apologize. No, I'd, I couldn't catch all that. Oh, I, I just wanted to talk about, um, again, how big it was. Again, Nova Scotia winning that last year and the growth of Canadian baseball as a whole and kind of how that culture is spreading across the country and every province developing a little bit of their own baseball culture. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I apologize. I think I'm catching, but I think absolutely. I think it is, and you know, knowing people over the years that we've we've met along the way at different provinces and and guys and baseball community people that weren't even that weren't even there this past year, reaching out and and congratulating and talking about just you know how great it is for for us in the province, but also for again every province and 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 the competition at that at that Canada Cup, the you know historic event and. And I think, I think it is, it is big. And um, it goes back to kind of what we started about, you know, um, there's still some guys that have the opportunity to go into other, other academies or schools. And, and those, those may, that may still happen, but we think we can continue to develop players right in our own backyard uh, locally well, and continue to provide the same results uh, the best we can um, here in Nova Scotia and, and again, Newfoundland, wherever we are. So um, I think, I think it is big for the, the sport and baseball and across the country. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point you made, too. And we had uh, Bob Elliott on yesterday, and one of the things we talked about, you know, just with the growth of baseball in this country is there's the professional players are down right now, but like he said, there's over 700 kids playing college baseball right now. And he said, 
Some of those people will play professional baseball. Some of them won't. Some of them are going to come home and have kids, and then they're going to be having a catch with their child, you know, not necessarily out in the backyard shooting the puck. So, I mean, I just love what you guys did, uh, you know, and what you're doing with the program in Nova Scotia. I think it's exactly what we need. It gives – we'll say hope. I mean, it's a, it's a silly word to use, but it gives hope to the other Atlantic provinces that, you, you know, you – put a good program in, you have dedicated coaches, dedicated players, and you stick to that and you build that culture, you can compete. We've brought it up on this this guest speaker series before with Austin Byler from the U.S. Most of these professional baseball players in the United States, they don't come from New York. They come from backwoods, Louisiana, you know, small town in in Texas somewhere. Like that's just kind of, you know, how this works. And I think as people start to understand that about here, being from a small place in Atlantic Canada is not a limitation. You know, it, it can be a strength, especially when we talk about the cultures that we can build and put these programs in. So, you know, for us, just to kind of finish up, uh, I want to say, you know, congratulations on, you know, what you guys achieved. I mean, it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible feat. Uh, I mean, it, you should, you should be absolutely very proud of it. And I think I noticed you had your ring on there. Does, are you wearing your championship ring? All right, just, just, just show you. Yeah, but, uh, put that one a little closer to the camera there. Perfect. We, we'd love to have one of those in, in Newfoundland one day. So, listen, uh, Kevin, unless you've got anything to finish up, you know, we appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, well, just really, guys, I mean, I think just to touch on it, I was, again, I'm trying to catch it, is that in, in Halifax and, and Metro Nova Scotia, we're, we're pretty lucky to be a, a bit more condensed area here but you know we've had commitment from guys um you know cape breton and yarmouth so four four and a half hours away that you know really committed to the program and really speaks to that level of what we've identified here as a culture and, and continue to get what we would say we want the best athletes province-wide and we know sometimes that's difficult and i know over in newfoundland it's even more challenging um but you know i just i guess i go back to there's an opportunity there if we can get to the point of, of commitment and and those guys are doing that. You got to you got to find ways to get to get the athletes out. From a coaching perspective, I, I do agree that you know being involved with the 15 new for four years and the 17 new for six years, so 10 year last 10 years, to have some continuity there. Again, some had some great support and assistance along the way, and really helped me develop as a coach as well. But it's good to have that um, within the programs as well to really go back to make sure we have the specialty coaches we need in place to be able to provide the technical side of the game we need um is is important as well so i uh listen i i just want to thank you guys for having me pleasure um and uh I, again i've been following some of the other webcasts it's, it's really good that you guys are doing this especially this time when everyone's dealing with so much else going on in the world um but keep to keep players active and playing the game enjoying the game uh and knowing that there is I, again i don't love the word hope but there's there's uh, there's that desire to continue to to develop and grow and hopefully one day um, hopefully accomplish uh, anything they want from a from a national championship to anything they want to get. No, it's a great that's a great parting message, Kevin. Listen, we thank you very much for your time and, and uh, you take uh, take care over there and, and we'll talk to you again soon. OK, guys, thanks a lot. All the best. Thanks Cheers. again. Cheers, guys. Take care.